We're glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Well, Romans then, here, the eighth verse says, What saith it? You wouldn't say that. The righteousness, which is a faith, wouldn't say that. Now, let me repeat this because we've gone so far around to get to it, you've probably forgotten the point we was trying to make. And that is that this promise to Abraham was not through the law, but through the righteousness, which is of faith. Now, that's the way you enter into this promise. This is the way you become heir of the world, the promise God made to Abraham. You see, you can't be born again without faith, the righteousness, which is of faith. Now, he tells you what the righteousness, which is of faith, does. The righteousness, which is of faith, says... He says, what saith the righteousness which is of faith? The word is nigh thee. What saith it? It says the word is nigh thee. Even in your mouth, and then it's in your heart. Did you get that? Gets in your mouth first, then it gets in your heart. If it doesn't get in your mouth, it won't get in your heart. You can learn about it. You can hear about it. And all of that. But until you put God's word in your mouth and speak it, You have not reached the quickest way of putting faith inside you. Because faith cometh by hearing. To hear it, it has to be spoken. And he's telling you right here that the righteousness which is of faith wouldn't say, Jesus have to come back and touch me. We'll have to reverse the process of death and raise Jesus up from the grave and let him walk in his physical body so we can get healed. He said the righteousness which is of faith wouldn't say that. The righteousness which is of faith says, but now the word is nigh unto me. The same word that Jesus was. Do you realize that this word here is just as powerful as Jesus when he walked the face of the earth? There is as much power in this word And to this new covenant, in the heart of a believer, when it's in the heart of a believer, is there was in Jesus as he walked the face of the earth. He sent his word and healed them. So he said that's the way you're going to become heir of the world. And heir of this promise is through the righteousness of faith. And the righteousness which is of faith speaks. And when righteousness speaks, righteousness which is of faith speaks faith. Not fear and unbelief or doubt. Now watch it. He says, verse 8 and verse 9, For what saith it? The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart, that is, the word of faith which we preach, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, shall believe in thy heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Now notice what he said. He said, If thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus. Now when a sinner comes to repentance. And if he goes with the route, which he said here, and confesses that Jesus is the Lord of his life, he stands there and says, I confess, because I believe the Word of God, I believe Jesus died for my sins, I confess that he is the Lord of my life. I say now, Jesus is the Lord of my life. Well, when he said that, Jesus wasn't the Lord of his life. The devil was Lord of it. But because he made the decision and said it, all the demons of hell can't stop it from coming to pass. Because he has become in right standing with God. This is the righteousness which is of faith. 
He didn't feel like he was righteous. He didn't feel like Jesus was his Lord. He made the decision to believe it and to proclaim it. And that's the way the righteousness, which is a faith, works. You believe unto righteousness. Now, notice the next verse. For with the heart, man believeth unto righteousness. See, it's the function of the inner man, of the heart. He believes with his heart. Faith works in the heart. Doesn't work in the head. So, when he said that, he released that force within him. He spoke it into existence. And all the demons of hell couldn't stop it from coming to pass because man took God's word and proclaimed it and said it. And if he believed it in his heart and said it with his mouth, then it came to pass. Now, with the heart man believeth. Now, you can understand this. Sometimes we've told people, you've got to confess it with your mouth. Well, that's well and good. It's all right to do that. But did you realize that you can believe in your heart and be saved? If you couldn't, the person that couldn't speak couldn't be saved. So, with the heart men believe it, unto righteousness. You can become righteous. Now, for instance, let me give you an illustration of what I'm talking about. I've heard of this, and I know you have too. Some of you have seen it. People get up in an altar call, start down the aisle, coming to the altar to receive Jesus as their Lord. By the time they got there, they were speaking in tongues, already saved and baptized in the Holy Ghost, speaking with other tongues. Hadn't said a word in English, but they'd made a decision in their heart. Their very action said something, you see. Now, he said, with the heart you can believe to it. And, see, not through talking. And with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. And somebody said, well, see, you've got to confess it before you say But now, wait a minute. Salvation is the word sozo there. It's an all-inclusive word. It means deliverance, preservation, healing, and soundness. All of those ideas are included in that word. And sometimes we just take it as being saved or born again, and we miss what the Apostle Paul is saying. Now, let's put it in the perspective. He said, with the heart, man can believe and be born again. But if you want deliverance from temporal evils, deliverance, preservation, healing, and soundness, and all the provision that God has made, the all-encompassing provision in this word salvation, he said, you better get your mouth in motion and begin to speak some things. Because with the mouth, confession is made unto deliverance, preservation, healing, and soundness. He's not just talking about being born again. Can you understand that? Now, this is why he said this promise was not to Abraham just through the law, but it is also through the righteousness which is of faith. And the righteousness which is of faith puts the word of God in his mouth and says, the word is nigh me. I can take the promise. The promise is nigh me. I have a need. The promise is nigh me. And I take the promise and I put it in my mouth and I speak it. Oh, yes, I can believe to be born again. But if I want deliverance from the situations in life, the problems of life, the things that I need supernatural deliverance from, then I better get my mouth in motion and speak what God said about me. How many of you know when God says something, it's the truth? And when you look at the situation, it says, you ain't going to make it, Mac. But the Word of God says that whatever you do will prosper. And no weapon formed against you will prosper. 
then we put God's Word in our mouth and we speak it. That's what the righteousness, which is a faith, does. All right. We'll move on to another point here now. Now, come right on down to verse 16 here in Romans, the fourth chapter. Therefore, it is a faith that it might be by grace to the end that the promise might be sure to all the seed. Now, I see somebody said, well, now, that promise was not to us. It's just to Abraham. It said the promise is to all the seed. Now, it is a faith that it might be by grace. Now, here's something just too good to pass over. Grace is God's willingness to use His power and His ability on your behalf, even though you don't deserve it. God's grace is His willingness. See, we've always said, well, God's grace is unmerited favor. Well, ask yourself, if God would have been in favor of you being saved but was not willing to get personally involved in it, would it have helped you? If God had said, if a world can save themselves, it's all right with me, but I'm not going to get involved in it. I'm not going to send my son. I'm not going to do anything. But I'm in favor of it. Well, we'd all died and gone to hell, wouldn't we? Because God did get personally involved in it. Grace is God's willingness. And I'll tell you, if you'll read the Bible with that interpretation of grace, you'll find a different story in the Bible. Grace is God's willingness. That's why Jesus said to the Apostle Paul, Paul, my grace is sufficient for you. My willingness. I'm willing, but Paul, you're going to have to do something. See, Paul was after him to get that thorn in the flesh from him, you know, the messenger of Satan that was buffeting him. And Jesus kept telling him, Paul, my grace is sufficient. I'm willing, but you're going to have to act. He was telling him, I'm not going to do it. That's up to you. And finally, after the third time, Paul got it. See, that's something we have to do. It doesn't happen just because it's in the Bible. We have to do something. All right, he says, Therefore it is a faith that it might be by grace to the end, the promise might be sure to all the seed, not to that only which is the law, but to that also which is the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. Now the scriptures tell us that God preached faith first to Abraham. Did you notice in the Old Testament there's not a whole lot taught about faith? Not a lot of insight into it? Now, they operated in faith there because all they knew to just believe God, you know, just believe what God said, and it was imputed to them for righteousness, and it really was faith because it tells in Hebrews 11th chapter, it talks about all the mighty men of faith. But yet, there was not a whole lot said about faith there, how to receive faith, how to exercise it. This wasn't a whole lot taught about it. But God taught it first to Abraham. Now, I'm going to show you how he taught it to Abraham. It was kind of sneaky, really. (laughs) You see, God didn't have time to just sit down and preach a lot of things to it, but he worked it in. I'm glad you could join us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, our offer all this week is book offer number 7516. It's a book called Faith That Will Work For You. Now, formerly, this book was entitled How to Have Faith in Your Faith. The title's been changed, so if you have the book, How to Have Faith in Your Faith, it is the same book. A new cover's put on it. We thought it met better what the book was about. But that's offer number 7516, Faith That Will Work For You. It's a 98-page paperback for $7 plus $3 postage and handling, a total of $10. Now, here are some of the subject titles in this book. 
back to the basics is the first chapter. You know, we need to go back to the basics sometime and go over faith again. We need to know that faith gives substance to things hoped for. Second Peter chapter 1 talks about being partakers of the divine nature. Chapter 2 is entitled, Partakers of a Divine Nature. How? Through the exceeding great and precious promises that God has given us. Now, it said you might be. didn't say you would be. Some of you would like to be, but you've never acted on the Word of God. Chapter 3 is fear is faith in reverse. Did you know that fear will attract the very thing you're afraid of? Job proved that. He said, the thing that I have greatly feared has come upon me. Job didn't just fear. He was highly developed in his fear. Ecclesiastes, the 10th chapter, tells us that he that breaketh a hedge, a serpent shall bite him. God had hedged Job about on every side, but he broke the hedge by fear, doubt, and unbelief. But now he didn't have the scriptures that we have today. You have to understand that. He's acting on only what he had. That's offer number 7516 for a total of $10. We have a toll-free order line, one 877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Caps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps. P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.